always after Lucky Charms. Boy, I thought we got our days mixed up there for a minute. Yeah? What happened? I don't know. I've been I was calling you and calling and calling you, but we're here now. That's... Okay. Well, I must have been out looking for my Lucky Charms. There you go. Okay. Um, so that's George Chapel, and I'm Keystone. And this is George and Keith's Musings, where we talk about pop culture and things that we like. And today is definitely a thing we like. Um, we're talking about commercials. Um, and I think you and I kind of went back and forth as to what are we going to talk about regarding commercials. Yeah. Um, is it one standout commercial? Is it a jingle? Is it a tagline? Um, and I guess we really didn't come up with anything definitive, and we'll just put our list together and see what we did. Yeah, I just think we're going, yeah. I, like I put it, I think it's just something that has resonated with you over the year. And, uh, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's strange, you know, to introduce this topic saying that, you know, you like commercials. Because really nobody, really nobody likes commercials. But I, I think that these are commercials that have stuck with you over the years, and they've you, know, you kind of develop a soft spot for them. At least that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I think a lot of mine are older ones because, um, you know, you're a kid. I watch a lot of TV. And I think the, a lot of the best commercials are kind of aimed at kids. Yeah. Um, so you remember those. And then plus nowadays – I watch everything either uh, I DVR stuff and I skip through all the commercials. So I don't even, I don't even know what the good taglines are nowadays. And, you know, I don't, commercials just aren't, aren't as good as they used to be. Like, like almost everything. Right. Yeah. Okay. George, I'll let you kick it off with uh, number 10. Okay. So my, my number 10, yeah, this goes back to the seventies. It's a commercial I remember seeing a lot when I was a kid and of all things, it's it's a dish soap commercial, and you wouldn't think, you know, dish soap. That's not very exciting. But you you may remember a character that was called Madge back in the seventies, and Madge was this this nosy busybody. I'm not, not quite sure what she was, but she always ended up in in everybody's different house while they were doing dishes, and they were always talking about their dish pan hands, and and Madge told them they should use palm olive. It's like palm olive, really, and this and the the and what makes the list n number 10 for me is the line that she would always say. She would say, you're soaking in it, which is really a strange tagline. It's really a strange <laughs> advertising slogan to say, yeah, you, you know what? You're soaking in it because it, it doesn't really sound like a good thing. But, yep. but they'd have the, all these women, they'd be have their hands soaking in palm olive dish detergent. And it, and it gave them like models or, you know, hands like actresses, I guess. They're kind of horrified by it, weren't they? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, dish soap? What are you kidding me? Yeah. So. Uh, yep, I remember old Madge. Yeah, she was kind of a little okay. body, just showed up everywhere. But I, I don't know quite what her role was. But I, I think I think she even had like a little smock that said Madge on it. So. <laughs> well, I hope so. That's what I know her. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, my number ten is more recent, and it is. Just do it. Oh, okay. Um, the Nike, the Nike tagline, and that really worked for them. 
Um, I don't have a cute story about Madge and a smock or anything, but, um, you know, that was huge. I mean, that was that get off, off your ass, buy some tennis shoes and do it. Oh yeah. And it, it kind of, it, that was a very eighties kind of phrase. Cause it kind of piggybacked a little bit on Nancy Reagan's just say no. So true. But that was more recent than eighties. I think that was this century. Oh, the what the, the just do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought I'm it pretty was sure. Back, but, okay, but no. Nike hasn't been around that long. Well, they've, they've been around for a while, but no, fi- yeah. a, a fine slogan, anyways. Okay, so, number nine. Number nine. Uh, this kind of goes back to the '80s, and you you may remember uh, an old show. Uh, I think it might even still be on, but General Hospital. And one of the characters on General Hospital uh, did a commercial for Vicks Formula 44. And the line that he, that he said that just became parodied and used in so many different, different ways that it, it really became a very uh, iconic line was, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. Ah. So... That, that was okay. the line that would you could always hear people like, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I play one on TV. I'm not a fill in the blank, but I play one on TV. Kind of became a, a, a thing that a lot of a lot of people would say. So that's another one that's just kind of stuck with me over the years. That was Vic's Vake Bow Rub, huh? Yeah, Vic, uh, Vic's Formula Forty Four, but it was part of the Vic's family. Oh, okay. And this 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 gotcha. This fake doctor was coming on telling you how great uh, it would be for your cough. Okay, good deal. My number nine was so uh, popular there for a while that was chanted at sporting events all the time, and it was "Tastes great, less filling." Yep. Uh, light beer, and they did all those commercials, you know, with the athletes and stuff like that. But but the uh, "Tastes great, less filling." You'd have one side of the stadium. I remember going to tire games. And they yell, "Tastes great!" And then the other side is a less filling. Yeah. And just all the free, the free juice that uh, light beer got out of that. Oh yeah. What just made that a great, great uh, a tagline for that. Yep. That that made my honorable mention, and I I seem to think uh, chanting that when we went to that game at Wrigley Field. Uh, the the right field and the left field started chanting it at each other, and then we then we turned on the center field, and we then we started talking about you know center field sucks and all that. But I think that's, <laughs> I think that's how that all started with a less filling taste great cheer. It could be, but I'm surprised we weren't talking about old style at Wrigley. <laughs> old style and old style light. All right. Uh, okay, number eight. Okay, my number eight. Uh, this goes back to the seventies. Uh, it's another commercial I used to see a lot, and it also had to do with uh, like uh, laundering things and, and cleaning things. It's another soap type product. Uh, this one, over the years, has, has taken on a, a, a not too thinly veiled uh, racist content, as a matter of fact. But it's it's, it's something I've always it always, always kind of made me laugh. And it was a Calgon commercial when this woman would go into the Chinese laundry. <laughs> And she would ask the, the Chinese launderer how he got his, the clothes so clean. And, and what he would tell her was ancient Chinese secret. 
And then, and then it would cut to his wife in the, in the back, in the back room saying, my husband's such a big shot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret is Calgon. Yeah. That, that's kind of a commercial that, you know, you'd certainly never see that one today. Uh, but you know, ancient Chinese secret is another, it's another phrase that just got, got said in a lot of different contexts. Yep. And it's a phrase that you used in everyday conversation with somebody wanted to know something you didn't want to reveal. You'd say ancient Chinese secret. Yeah, you got it. So you get out of that. Okay. My number eight is the famous, Hey Mikey, he likes it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Life cereal, they um, they give it to the kid. You know, you eat it, Mikey. You know, nobody's gonna like this cereal. It doesn't have sugar in it or anything. And he ate it and he liked it. And uh, his his brother, or whoever that was with them, was astounded. And uh, yep. So old Mikey, he actually liked it. Yep. And that commercial was on. That I rem that it started out in like the early seventies, and I remember it seeing still being run as just like a, in the regular commercial rotation, like in the nineties, that commercial lived forever. Uh, and it also shows up later on my list. So, Oh, okay. Well, okay. Enough said. Then yep. what you got then for seven? No, number seven has, it, it talks about things that uh, I think every true red blooded American likes. Uh, it's, it's the only car commercial that shows up on my list, but you may, may recall back in the seventies and eighties that Chevrolet would run a commercial where they would say that they baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. And they just say it over and over and over again. And it's like, and, and they're like four things that are, that are all pretty awesome. So, uh, they, they had a catchy little jingle with it and you know, Hey, we all, we all love baseball. So. Uh, that's another one just really stuck with me. Made my honorable mention. Yep. Um, and I think the next line was, they go together in the good old USA. Right. Baseball and hot dogs, apple pie and Chevrolet. And you, you still know, the, you still know the, the, the music that goes along with the jingle. I do. That was a beauty. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I even kind of numbered my honorable mention. And that came in at 14, number 14 on okay. my list. Okay. Okay, number seven, another uh, popular place for popular um, uh, user of commercials is fast food restaurants. Of course. And this was an older one, but this described the product, <laughs> and it was two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Right. The McDonald's that, Big Mac. That is McDonald's. That that also shows up later on my list, but I'll let you go. Go ahead. Well, we could talk about it later, but I mean, okay. I mean, I mean, I just remember, I knew exactly what I was getting when I ordered a Big Mac, and uh, that was that was back in the days when they were putting them in styrofoam containers, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have very a very politically incorrect uh, hamburger. Correct. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great one. Okay, and you could sing it. And it was nice. <laughs> so okay. go ahead, six. Okay, my number six. Uh, you just mentioned is hey Mikey. He likes it. Uh, you know, we, we talked about it, but yeah, it's uh, 
it, it just it was just a really long living commercial and you know mikey was this grumpy little kid brother that he, he wouldn't ever eat anything i don't think he ever ever said anything they just set the food in front of him and he chowed into it so uh so yeah life theory yep. hey mikey okay very good my number six is not a song or anything, just a line, and it is good to the last drop. Oh, Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell House Coffee. Yeah. And um, short and simple, and it resonated with me. I still remember that. I don't, I don't remember a particular commercial, but I definitely remember that line. Yeah, and those guys drinking that coffee, they never left any coffee in that cup because, yeah, they were, they were sucking it all out. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. get that last drop. Yeah, yeah. Maxwell House. Uh, I think it's. I think that slogan still appears on every can of Maxwell House out there. And I think the Maxwell House was actually a hotel in in either Nashville or Memphis. It was somewhere in Tennessee. So it was like the. It was the house coffee. Uh, and, and yeah, went on to bigger and better things. That's impressive, George. Very good. Yeah, I like that. Okay, number five. Number five. Uh, back to the '80s, uh, another another one from the fast food world. You may re- remember an, an old lady named Clara Peller when she would holler out, "Where's the beef?" Uh, this was a, this was a big commercial for Wendy's, uh, and it was aimed particularly at McDonald's, where where they would they were looking at like these hamburgers that were clearly intended to be, uh, you know, their their main competition, McDonald's. And old Clara Peller would, would look at these mostly bread sandwiches and holler, where's the beef? Uh, that that really took off in popular culture to the extent that I even think it got into uh, presidential debates, either, you know, like the like the Reagan-Mondale debates or, or uh, I don't know if it was Bush-Dukakis, but it was somewhere in presidential debates they were talking about where's the beef. So that was that was a big one. Yeah, and um, that is higher up on my list. All right. It's amazing that we know Clara Peller's name because yeah. it's never said in the commercial, but it was just so popular that people wanted to know more and more about that. And so yep. now we know who Clara Peller is. Yeah, and she wasn't anyone until that commercial came along. But, yeah, she just uh, she just took right off. Yep. Okay, number five. I'm going to sing again, so... You'll have to excuse me, but it's uh, mm-mm, good, mm-mm, good. That's what Campbell Soup is, mm-mm, good. Yeah. That was a big one. That was huge back, yeah, oh yeah, back in the 70s for sure. Maybe even the 60s, yep. I think, yeah. So I think that might, that might still might say mm-mm, good on some Campbell Soup labels. I, I think on their list, but, I think it does. Yeah. Okay, okay so – um. Well, I'm surprised that we're not doubling up on these, but okay. Not too many. Um, There's so many. No, what's, out your, there. what's your number four? My number four is a company that, that this company may be the best ever at advertising its product. They've had a lot of different really good slogans over the years. And I'm only going with the, the one here. Uh, and I think you'll know it as soon as I say it, but it's the real thing. And that's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola has had lots of great, great slogans. You know, Coke is it. Uh, the pause that refreshes, a lot of things like that. But it's the real thing. 
uh, really took off when they did a commercial back in the 70s with like a, you know, like a thousand people standing on a mountainside talking about, I want to give the world a Coke and, and, and bring peace on earth to the world or whatever the hell they said. Yeah, but, it was very, very hippie song. Yeah. I want to teach the world to sing or something. Yeah. And then at the end, it was like, it's the real thing, Coke. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Coca-Cola had to make the list somewhere. And so, yeah, I put them at number four. That's a good one. My number four, we're going back into the cereal business. And it's uh, Tony the Tiger and his, they're great. Yep. And, that's you know, my... as soon as you got that on your list, honorable mention, yeah, honorable mention. Wow, <laughs> well, here's a tough list, yeah. But, um, yeah, and you knew uh, Tony was talking about they're great, and that commercial has been around forever. I mean, my gosh, they still use the same line, they do, and they did it back when we were kids, yep. Oh, you're, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and I think we we probably talked about this at some point, but yeah, Tony the Tiger, voiced by Thurl Ravens, Ravenscroft, who uh, also did the the Grinch song. Since we're since we're near Christmas, we'll 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 give a little uh, Christmas nod to Thurl Ravenscroft. Oh, I we know I do remember us talking yeah. about that. Yep. and it seems like Tony the Tiger's uh, voice range was higher than uh, in the Grinch song, but well, I guess the old Thorough had that kind of talent. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't argue with Thorough. No, no. Okay, number three. Okay, number three. This is a company. Now I'm surprised that uh, that this company recently went bankrupt because they had such a great, great advertising slogan. But you may remember uh, a company called Toys R Us, who always did a big business this time of year. But they they had a a slogan. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And, oh, yes. Yep. And uh, there's another song song that, that everyone knew. Uh, and it's, it's something that I use a lot, too. If I say I don't want to something, I'll say, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm a Toys R Us kid. So it's, it's just something that kind of slips into my uh, everyday conversation. <laughs> but, but really? Okay. That, how, how could they go bankrupt? I know, I know. Well, Amazon, blame everything on Amazon yeah. and the internet. Like as if Amazon has a good commercial slogan. Uh, yeah, they don't really. Do they? Do they have a slogan? I don't think so. They just got a smiley box. Smiley box, a happy box. Yeah. How, how can a smiley box beat? I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I know. <laughs> okay, my number three, I awarded them. For having not just one good line, but they actually had two. Okay. Now the lesser known one is this guy uh, sitting there and his and his wife beater, and he goes, <laughs> "I I can't believe yeah. I ate the whole thing." You ate it, Ralph. And, yep. And then the more popular one though is plop plop fizz fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. So Alka Seltzer had two home runs. They did, I think. So I had to give them. I had to put them way up there at number three. Okay, so you got them both at number three. I did. I I had them both written down. I put them both on my uh, honorable mention. 
uh, yeah, because that that was a, that was a great one. Um, and I, yeah, I'll never forget the the, the <laughs> you're right, the dude and the wife beater. Looked, looking like he just wanted to die because he just ate, like, you know, I don't know what the hell, it was a whole plate of spaghetti or whatever. Stains on his shirt and his yeah. hair's all messed up. I don't know what he did, but yeah, yeah. it was a problem. That, that, was a, that was something I used to say a lot back, back when I was a kid. Yeah, when I go out to dinner with my folks and I eat too much. And, and yep. Oh, yeah. Or, or even if you didn't, just because it was so darn funny. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, now we're getting serious. Number two. Number two. Uh, I, I, this one, it also goes back to the 70s. Most of mine have, have roots in the 70s. Uh, had a really catchy tune. And this made my number two just because it had people giving their food a name. You might remember my bologna has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My bologna has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. Oscar Mayer bologna. Bologna, of all things, comes in number two. That's probably the only thing that, that bologna would finish number two on. But uh, it, was, it was just one of those little, little ditties. Everyone knew all the words. And uh, the, the fact that you would but, give your name food makes it number two on my list. It was a good spelling test right now. But do you remember that? He goes, do you remember the whole song? Well, let's see. My baloney has a first has a first name. So S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M E Y R. Oh, I love to eat it every day. And if you ask me why, I'll say that Oscar Meyer has, has a, a way with B O L O G N A. Right. Right. Yes. See? So much spelling. It was great. <laughs> so so it's educational and. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, because that, that's that taught every kid in the world how to spell baloney. Okay, we've done it. Finally, we have an agreement. Okay. And I gave Oscar Mayer credit again because they had two good ones. The one we just discussed, yeah. and then they had another one that was, I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I truly like to be. And if I was an Oscar Mayer wiener... The whole world will be in love with me. Yeah. I just, I remember those things off the top of my head. They were just ingrained. And I apologize to all our listeners and what a poor singer I am, but these are great songs. And it's, and it's a, a person wishing to be a wiener. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know enough people that are wieners. Yeah. And they don't need, well, they don't need any more. Yeah. And, and this is somebody that actually wishes that they were. So. All right. Yeah, lots of wieners. So anyway, similar to um, Alka-Seltzer, I give them high praise for um, having two great uh, catchy songs. Oh, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Okay, drum roll. What's your number one? Okay, my number one, you've already mentioned, two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That, that comes in at number one for me. Just because I remember when that came out, the Big Macs, it was a big advertisement for, for Big Macs. I think this, that song came out in 1974, and all it, it, it became like a, a rite of passage. Every kid I know had, had to learn. It was, just, it was just something you had to do. You had to learn the whole, the whole thing, which means it was just genius advertising because McDonald's basically had 
every kid in America singing this song about this new burger that that was that was coming out, and we all and we all memorized it. And to this day, we still remember every single thing that goes on a Big Mac, even though I probably don't think I've had a Big Mac in a year. Right. Yeah. It was kind of spooky about that special sauce, though. Yeah. Yeah. There were. There were. It's. It's kind of like uh, KFC's uh, Eleven Nerves and Spices. What? What the hell goes into that stuff? There you so go. It was just special sauce. Okay, so we agree that number one should be a fast food restaurant about a hamburger. Okay. And I'm going with Clara Peller and Where's the Beef? Okay. You know, we already talked about it, but I mean, that line was everywhere for a long time. Yep. And um, um, it was just great. And like I said, that little old lady, why Why would we know her name? And it showed up in other parts of life. Yep. It was just crazy. I mean, how many, how many people kind of live their whole lives in obscurity, and then, you know, like, when they're 70 years old, all of a sudden they're, they're an international star? Got their big break, right? Yep, yep. And she was, she was, she was forever remembered for, for, th- for saying three words. And that's all she ever said was just those three words. I, I think so. And she... Yeah. And she was in a bunch of different commercials, but that's all she ever said. Sometimes yeah. she had an old lady friend there with her, but that was it. Yep. Where's the beef? No, good. Absolutely. That's a great one. And I'm not surprised it made each of our top 10 lists. All right. Well, I thought I was going to have all these honorable mentions we were going to talk about. But um, um, without any discussion, um, some of my. Just see if some of these are on your honorable mention. Okay. Like you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. Yeah. No, you got you got your peanut butter and my I chocolate. Yep. Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh. Sorry, Charlie. Starkiss wants tuna that tastes good, not tuna with good, good taste. taste. Right. Yep. Yeah. Cause yeah. I like that. Yep. No, you're telling. No, none of these are on your list, though. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm telling you. No, but they're good. Okay. They're how about I'm with you? How about rice aroni, the San Francisco treat? Uh, no, I don't have that one either. Okay, this is one of my favorites. Um, all these people are gathered around this restaurant, and these two guys are talking. And he says, well, my broker's E.F. Hutton. <laughs> yeah. And E.F. Hutton says, and everything stops. Everything stops, and everyone's leaning in. Oh, yeah. That, yep. was, that, was, a, that was a classic. And yep. E.F. Hutton, when, when E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. Then I had melts in your... Uh, mouth oh, not in your hand. Good one. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I've got that. That's that made my honorable mention. Okay. Yep. Then I like the two old guys sitting on the porch for Boone's Farm, and they would always say, "Thank you for your support." Oh yeah, that was like yeah, <laughs> that was a good. Okay, great. I forgot. All okay, about and I got I got Lego my ego. Excellent. And then. uh the Kit Kat song, "Give Me a Break." Give me a break, which which I think we talked about. That showed up in the office in one episode because Michael Scott couldn't remember what what the right. actual words were. But it, right. Yeah. So I'm curious if you don't have hardly any of those, what's on your honorable mention list, real quick? All right. Well, let's go through it here. I've got. Uh, uh, you may remember this one back in the '70s and '80s, and creepy old dude squeezing toilet paper. And then the people would come out and say, "Don't squeeze the Charmin." 
Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, that was one. Uh, another one, uh, another 70s commercial uh, was for chiffon margarine. Uh, when Mother Nature was certain that she was eating butter, and they came out and told her that it wasn't butter, it was chiffon. She said, it's not nothing. Oh, that's a good one. And there'd be a big lightning, a big yeah, thunderbolt. And and yeah, and, and you, yeah, because you, you pissed off Mother Nature. You don't want to do that. Right. Excellent. Uh, okay, good. Okay, a couple of similar cereals here. They both, they both made my looks. I, I got Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. And and the the fruity version of that is Silly Rabbit Tricks are for Kids. Yes, I thought about all of those. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, this, was, this was another huge one, like back in the 80s. You remember the product? I think this product still sells. It's Life Alert, but I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really good. That's yep. another one. Um, crisp and clean, no caffeine from 7-Up. And uh, let me see. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Oh, uh, the owl. That, one, a two, one, a three. three. Three, and then he crunches it, and there's three. And that, yeah. that commercial, that is still on, too. That, that'll show up every now and then. Okay, uh, that's a good one. Let me see, two more here. I got the U.S. Army had a really good slogan, I thought, be all you can be back in the 80s. And, uh, Which was in stripes. Yeah, and then they have, yeah, and they, they were saying Army, Navy, yeah. Air Force, Marines. <laughs> they're, all, they're all dragging tail after a hard day's uh, work. Yep. And then you remember uh, this, this product isn't even around anymore, but Whisk Detergent and their big turd, it was a huge slogan back in the 70s was about ring around the collar yes and then and then there was always and it was always some dude at the office and he'd have a dirty collar and they were talking about oh you got ring around the collar and you know and, and then it created created this you know domestic crisis at home and yeah you know. but yeah See, this was this was fodder for lots and lots and lots of options so that was good yeah i mean so we listed we both each came up with 20, and I bet you, uh, I think we only had maybe, you know, eight or nine overlaps. Yeah. If that. And that was pretty good. And those were all really good ones. Yeah. So. Uh, well done, George. Yeah. Give yourself a pat on the back. I'll do the same. I sure will. All right. Okay. It's George and Keith's Musings. You can search that in Google. We're on Apple. Um we are at anchor.fm slash GK Musings. And uh, I see all these other hacks are coming out with their own podcasts now. Yeah. Um, Dr. Phil's got one coming out. They're all getting on our coattails, George, and uh, I don't appreciate it. Clearly. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, keep, uh, we'll keep setting the standard. That's right. right. That's right. Try and, try and chase us down. Yep. All right. Excellent work. We'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Thanks. See ya.